When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It takes a lot of hard work to make it look easy. This Mother's Day, Duluth Trading Co. can help you give her something that keeps up. Whether you prefer to shop online or in-store, Duluth has a motherload of gear, goods, and gifts to keep her comfortable and capable, no matter what needs doing. With Duluth's problem-solving details and legendary durability to boot, you'll finally be mom's favorite again. Check out DuluthTrading.com for all your Mother's Day gifting needs. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. And welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen. Hi, everyone. Hi, Tom. How are you? Well, I'm great, thank you. I um, probably sound a bit scratchy. I'm sorry. My voice sounds a little bit strained, I think. No, not um, at all. Have you been shouting at people? I've been shouting at people. I haven't been doing my vocal warm-ups. It's been a nightmare. When I was at drama school, I really thought that I would be the kind of person that would do a vocal warm-up every day. Uh... Yeah, that sort of thing. What would, what, like, every day, just for everyday life? Well, I don't know. I guess I thought I'd be acting more. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I thought by now I'd be in the RSC, but I don't know. Look, it's just not happened that way. It's just not worked out like that for me. The the journey is a winding one. And also, I do think Shakespeare's a bit overrated, so I don't know how, I don't know how much I'd thrive at the RSC. Well, that's the thing. It's my guilty secret is I can't understand what it's about. I don't understand what they're going on about. I've seen some productions that are great and I've seen some that I'm like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean, hon. Like, do we need um, to see another production of A Midsummer Night's Dream? Oh, no, thanks. We've got exactly. the gist. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you know what? I couldn't sleep last night, Suze. Oh, no, why? I don't know. I don't know if it's because I was watching Downton Abbey and it was quite a violent bit about the First World War, but... um. Oh my God, you're the only person that would be like, I found Downton Abbey too troubling to sleep. It was too traumatic. <laughs> Downton Abbey was too upsetting. <laughs> but normally I find it quite soothing, but I didn't this time. Oh, Tom, I'm so sorry, dear. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to, um, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to find a new bedtime watch, I suppose. That's the answer. I've had trouble sleeping for the last, sort of, uh, the tour starts well, when this goes out tomorrow, so, but today on Wednesday in Edinburgh. But the tours are, I've already done like 20 odd dates of it. I don't know why I like put myself under oh. this enormous pressure. Um, but, but of course, I am always me. <laughs> of course. Well, we will worry, don't we? We all worry. We all worry. But so, but I've been having like really anxious dreams and I know that it's about being ready for the tour. But last night I dreamt I was on a date with someone that wasn't oh. Alice 
And in the dream, I was like, what is wrong? What, why does this feel weird? And then halfway through the day, you know, how dreams like jump around. Mm, it's like, oh my God, I'm married with a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry, I've got to go. I'm married with a baby. And I went, I was like, what does that I'm, mean? <laughs> I've completely, yeah, what does that mean? I've completely forgotten. I'm actually married with a baby. <laughs> I'm sure people have actually done that in real life, but you wouldn't do that. I don't think I would. Um, the, you hear um, the trains in the distance? No, Susie, you often say that. I can't hear the drums either, Fernando. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear them. Can you hear me okay? I'm sorry about this microphone situation on the iPad. Tom, I can hear you perfectly. Oh, uh, well, I thought that, you know, getting a, an iPad Pro would be the answer to all our prayers, but of course... It's an iOS system and not a Mac system, so it's very complicated and everything's slightly more difficult than it needs to be. I don't I, understand anything of what you just said. Well, I support I you in everything you do. It. It's only because I had to start Googling all this stuff about it just before we came on air. But on anyway. Air. Can you call it on air when you're just recording locally? I mean, can you? I mean, yes, I know. I know. Who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Now, Tom, I don't know whether I owe you an apology. Why, Suze? Well, because someone's got in touch. No. To say, they said, hey, babies. Sure. 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 I've listened to this for years and I love it, but I've noticed recently that Uncle Susie is being rather cold in her responses to Tom. Really? For example, this week Tom mentioned the Sega Master System, which is a legit thing, and Susie dismissed it like a Froxy, fro- not Foxy, Frosty Paxman. <laughs> I didn't remember that. Neither do I. But then obviously I saw it last night. I was like, oh, great. Now I'm ruining my friendship with Tom. Oh, I'm dating other people in my sleep. Oh, now I didn't notice So I'm just going to be really so. clear now, Tom, you can get fucked. Okay. Yeah, really. My little trips down memory lane. Um, no, I don't please. Have I been a Frosty Sue's? No, not a Frosty Sue's at all. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I thought I'd check in. A frosty, a frosty Fiona? No. Not even a little bit. Hey, did you ever have, I always wanted one, but I never got one. Do you remember those Mr. Frosty things where you would like make ice and you'd stir its tummy and we you'd haven't. put it, you didn't. We did. You didn't. It sat on top of the fridge for <gasps> approximately eight years. I don't know where we got it from because that wasn't the sort of thing we would normally get, but somehow we did get one. And you added like some sort of like cola syrup to it. I think so. I think that ran out quite quickly, but yeah. Did it did it do a lot of sitting on top of the fridge and not a lot of yeah a lot of sitting on top making? of the fridge yeah 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 oh god we didn't have slush puppies very often in the house no but, it's quite a luxury isn't it a slush puppy mm, it really is actually and also in our climate it's not that you know it's not like oh I would love that just to cool down um, yes yes we're not well I mean last summer we lived through through the heat wave of course we did that was but, intense wasn't it do you remember all the roads melted. Yes, yeah, too, too much, much. too much. I would like to get one of those um, paddling pools. Somebody was telling me about a paddling pool they got during that time, and they just sat in the paddling pool and <laughs> drank wine. I, nice. I can see you in a paddling pool with a mimosa. And mm, I that's it. me, isn't it? That's me all over. I can't help it. I think you could fit a small pool in your garden. I think take out the sunken, take trampoline. out the sunken trampoline and put in a plunge pool. Take out the sunken trampoline. Um, I such a Gershwin number. I like the idea of that swimming pool they've got in. You know, Call Me By Your Name. Did you watch that? Yes, I did. Something about a peach and some gay stuff? Yeah, I never saw that bit. I don't know why. 
Well, you see, I do... What, did you slip out for a wee at the wrong point or something? Maybe. Typical me. It's bloody typical, That's that little bladder of yours. Uh, <laughs> normally, I'm, I'm normally I'm pretty good. I mainly watched it for the just sort of, um, you know, interiors. And, of course. Um, like I do with so many films. And this one had um, a lovely sort of plunge ball. It was above ground. It was like a sort of little pond they went in. They sort of splashed about it in the hot Italian sun. Well, do that, Tom. Do that for Maybe that moment like of the year when nice. it's warm. Yeah, it would be nice when it was warm. And I'd like to have some sort of um, some sort of trickling water feature. Yes. If possible. I don't know that that would be good for needing a wee. Oh, that's what people say, isn't it? You need a wee all the time. Yeah. Mm, okay, all right, well, I'll think about it. Because I do love the idea of a trickling water feature. It would be, be nice. nice. Well, maybe well, one would of those you internal... have it sort of like spitting out of like a cherub's mouth? I think so, yeah. That sort I think of thing. So. When I remember, I had a friend at school called Ryan at primary school. Clang. And he, clang. His family had a Tudor Beam house. <gasps> no, double clang. Double clang. My mum was hugely envious. And they were very nice. And they had, um, they had like a water feature in the front hall. Um, in the hall? Yeah. It was like water trickling down. And, and into a feature? Level. Like a little feature, yeah, in the inside. <gasps> It was very glamorous. No, was I very don't know that that goes with Tudor beams, though. Surely, like, if you're living in a Tudor house, you've got to go, well, I'm going to commit to the Tudor lifestyle. Well, it was modern Tudor beams, Sue, so, you know, it's a bit more... I think they're called Bromley beams. Are they really? Well, no. Oh. <laughs> I'm just thinking because there's those houses in Bromley that you drive past the, and they've all got oh, Tudor Bromley beams. Oh, Bromley beams, yeah. Well, there's a lot of them that are part of the arts and crafts movement, which, of course, are very beautiful, very ornate Inglenook fireplaces, etc. very medieval... Um, they're very nice not listed though so people do sort of turn them into like horror people don't respect the integrity of them which is one of my architectural integrity is one of my big things actually listeners so if you want to get in touch about that feel free oh Tom it's so great we've been friends for so long. way more than a decade mm. and it's great to still find out new things about you well, it drives Alfie mad, I think, when I'm like, we're going on a walk and I'm like, why would you put that colour window in? Why would you put that window in this house? It's obviously yeah, not. Yeah, it sounds like a lovely way to spend a Sunday. Really nice way to spend time and I've just. <laughs> <laughs> While he hums a Disney tune. Yeah, he just <laughs> probably just <laughs> trying to think about anything else. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So that's that. That's that. Now, Suze, have there been some correspondence? Tom, I finally hacked into the mainframe. What's the what? The what did you find in there? I, I, I mean, so so many emails, so many emails. We are knee deep in emails for weeks, but it's great. So much fun. So much great stuff. Well, so much great nice. stuff. So many suggestions. Oh, great! So much chit chat. Great. Should we have a correspondence episode? I would love that. I would I absolutely love that. If anybody wants a message about pelagoniums, because mine are doing well, but then I was away for a couple of days and they've gone a bit saggy. Oh, I thought they were a type of bird. No, no, I don't think they are, unless they start to fly away. Who knows? I'm just a bird. I want to fly away. Who is that, Nelly Furtado? Yeah. Cool. Dear Susie and Tom, medium time listener, after finding and binging your back catalogue last summer, first time caller, I wanted to get your advice on how to handle running into an ex on the scene. That's hard. Wow. I got dumped a few weeks ago by a guy who I thought was going to be the one. After dating for about six months, I decided to retreat into my shell for a while while I grieved the relationship lost and wait until the feelings had mellowed before mm. making contact with him again. Very well. A couple wise. of months, maybe. Let's see how it goes. Everyone moves on at their own pace, yada, yada, yada. However, 
I went for a walk on Friday night as I was house-sitting for a friend in Vauxhall. Oh, well, there's your your issue there. I live in Sussex, clang, but fancied a change of scenery. Well, that is a change, yeah. And five minutes into the walk, there he is, coming towards me down the street on his way to a club night. We said hello and sort of just stood there for a minute awkwardly before I said bye and walked away. I felt so foolish for putting myself in the wrong place at the wrong time because I'm not ready to see him yet and those couple of minutes have consumed my weekend since. It was going to happen at some point, but I had hoped to manage the first contact a bit better rather than being a surprise to us both. We're both long-term residents of the London bear scene. So this will keep happening as there are only so many bars and clubs to go to. How do you deal to running into one's ex when the feelings haven't quite settled? Many thanks for reading this and for giving us 30 minutes of wonderful like-minded content every week. Bye, 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 bye. Do you think I should share his name, Tom? Well, I suppose maybe we shouldn't share the name just because it does feel a bit personal. Yes, let's not, just in case. And since there are only like, as as they say, only seven bears on the And Yogi. And Yogi. I think, I mean, I've I've always really liked the bear scene, so I thought it was quite... Friendly. But, um, bears are very friendly, I find. Yeah, so it's a lot more relaxed. Anyway, that's yeah. not We're not talking about We're not talking about the bear scene. Every, every, but it feels like everyone's welcome. Everybody's welcome. Bring a friend. Um, the, um, well, Running that into is, an ex, Tom. Bumping into an ex is tough, isn't it? And that's kind of a nightmare because, you know, if one is a like-minded friend like myself who tends to get hung up on, on things. Hung and, up, hung uh, up on you. Oh, Yeah. Um, then, um, then it, of course, these kind of these these moments linger. These um, in our minds, you know, and they kind oh, of yeah. like, things are played out in our minds in advance and indeed afterwards. So it's it's very very stressful for us, sensitive little people that we are. Um, I think, though, give yourself credit. I think it's often in those situations, it's really easy to be like. Like, it sounded like they were going, oh, I'm annoyed. I put myself in the wrong place at the wrong time. No, you didn't. You were just walking on the road. Yeah, don't be too hard on yourself. Also, you know, you didn't, like, hide. No. And then have them see you. Yes, which would be. Like, which would have been terrible. Yeah. I had had really similar stuff with an ex who was sort of still in a friendship group that I was in. So I would, like, run into her. And every time I saw her, it was really sad for me I would always get then get really hammered which I'm sure made her really think that she'd made the wrong decision by breaking up with me but I found it so sad and so upsetting but in a way like retrospectively I'm like oh great that means that I'm definitely human and that I like really tried to make a relationship work and even though it didn't I was sort of still putting myself out there and that's a really good thing and you know I I think I think yeah. that I'm a better... I think I'm so much more a compassionate person for having had such a terrible breakup. And I think you're a compassionate person with yourself as well, which is the yeah. main thing. Like, I think I'm a better wife to Alice because I, like, navigated a bit of heartbreak. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that, yeah, you know, like, you're entitled to be happy and you're entitled to be... protect yourself, aren't you? And, like, not be... Um, I don't know, not... Yeah, you don't have to beat yourself up. And yeah, I agree. I think just be kind to yourself and just go, hey, you're on your journey. And of course, it, it does stir up all those emotions, but that's fine. And I think as time goes by, those that, that slight fallout period afterwards mm. kind of gets shorter. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And then eventually you will just see him in a a bear night and be like, huh, yeah, I used to really have feelings for you. Yeah. And that happened. And now I'm and now I'm in a different relationship or I'm in a different space. And that's just like a memory rather than something that's unbelievably painful to drag up. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think you give yourself space and time. And, you know, you don't need to you'll be chasing that voxel scene. Yeah, you can't be. You, you will exhaust yourself if you chase the voxel scene. And I reckon scene. nowadays there's more gays in Sussex than there are in voxel. Oh, do you know what? Since I've moved down, I think so. They've all followed. They've all yeah. followed you, so It's like the Pied Piper you are. <laughs> the Pied Piper of gays. Pied Piper of gays. Um, um, yeah, that is a tough one, isn't it? But then... You know, we can't all be, we can't, we, you know, I don't know what I was going to say then. I don't know. It doesn't even make any sense. None of it makes any sense. Um, but I hope you're okay. Don't give yourself a hard time. Just don't give yourself a hard time. Just don't. Just don't. Just don't. Um, right. Here we go. We have another one. Oh. We have so many lovely messages today, Tom. Ready. Here we go. Dearest Suze and Tom. Hell hath no fury than a boy whose jumper is stained. Oh, lovely. Good wordplay. The other day I was listening to your pod while drunk. We mm. encourage this. If yes. you're not drinking, start drinking now. <laughs> uh, and laughed so hard I spilt barbecue sauce and stained it all right down my favourite jumper. Oh, no. Here's the issue with Will. He, that's who's written in, he hasn't told us what he's eating. But I assume so, it must be something... Barbecue. Barbecue, like a barbecue something. A burger, or maybe he was just eating dog. barbecue sauce on its own, which wouldn't be... We, I wouldn't put past a lot of the people who do listen to this show. Would you I mean, do it with a teaspoon or just your tongue? I think they would probably just squirt it straight in from the bottle. Right. Okay. But um, I think that um, that sounds like a nightmare. Did you treat the stain quickly? That's what my mum would always say. Well, here's the thing. Not even my mum's advice can get the stain out. Shit. Horror show. Anyway, I'm a new listener to the pod and I enjoy it so much. I don't have any gay friends and it's nice to have you two to relate to as I don't get much queer chat in my day-to-day life. Hmm. I've always felt a bit misplaced being gay in such a straight environment, but when I've tried to fit into queer spaces, I feel like I've been rejected. But you two have made me feel very comfortable in who I am. I realise I don't need to force myself into anywhere or to anything and I don't need gay friends to be grey. My friends love me for who I am. So does that really matter? No. No, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd like to circle back to okay. your discussion about buffets. Oh, gosh, yeah, wow. In my opinion, a good wake is based on how good the spread is. My best friend died due to cancer at 21. Oh, heartbreaking. I miss her a lot. And shout out to her because she always backed me up against the homophobes at school. However, the spread at her wake was pretty lacklustre. When I die, if the food and drink at my funeral isn't 10 out of 10, I will come back to haunt everyone. That's very a very important thing, yeah. I'm keeping my eye out for both of your stand-up shows near me so I can come and show my full appreciation for you in real life. Yours faithfully, a homosexual. P.S. Tom, I bet you're glad you didn't come to Warwick Uni as it makes you feel like the only gay in the village. P.P.S. If anyone has any good stain removals, please let me know. Wow. Lots of interesting points there. 
lots, lots to talk about. There. I'm glad I didn't go to Warwick for a number of reasons. That sort of feels like that was a good one. Um, yes. But um, sorry that you're having that experience, listener. Um, and I think as well, I don't know if you find this, Suze, but because, and, and sort of, dare I say, circling back to the previous correspondence, that um, I think uh, often, uh, as like-minded friends, to find each other is actually often a rare thing. And we forget, yes. You know what I mean? Like the numbers are just fewer. We forget how lucky we are well, to have yeah, each other. To be, to have each other, to be part of this blessed um, chosen people that I always found, like if I met somebody that I like, loosely got on with, I'd be like, they're the one, this must be yes. it. Yes, yes. Like, no, I'm not going to, like, I would be like the first person that showed any interest in me. I'd be like, I guess this is going to be it. And literally would do those cliche things of projecting ahead. Whereas I think like maybe for some people, particularly straight people who have lots of, a, a veritable buffet, um, <laughs> A, and a great spread. Um, they, if you not like that. the image, um, um, they, um, they maybe it isn't such a sort of issue. Or maybe if you're just very attractive and you just have lots of options. I don't know. Yes, I feel like if you're really fit. Yeah, you get loads of choice. You get loads of choice. <laughs> no, but I do think you're right. I remember, like when I first met another gay woman, I was like, "Great, there's another one." Yeah, cat perchance. Yeah, yeah. You know. Pickford's, yeah, it's reversing onto the drive. <laughs> I think Pickford's is like a local removal firm. I don't know if that's so. I got the reference. We got the reference, yeah. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. But yes, I think it's very easy to feel like that, like there's no other gays in the village. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised that at Warwick Uni there's not a gay sock. I don't know. I, th- I think there might be. But I'm using might... sock like society, like Americans would. Not I'm... like a lovely, not like a lovely um, sock. leg warmer. Yeah. yeah, not like that. That would be a gay sock, I think. <laughs> <laughs> leg warmers are gay socks, yeah. Leg warmers, maybe pop socks. Probably. Probably. Not trainer socks, they're very straight. That's straight culture. Very straight culture. No, thank you. Get out of this. You get out of Get town. out of town. Um, I think, yeah, but maybe... I don't know, is it a bit like, because I could be a bit contrary, like I want to be out and proud, but I don't want to be out and proud with all the other out and proud people. So maybe maybe this person is like that. They feel like maybe the gay sock is... Too gay. It's maybe, yeah, it's maybe not their type of gay. I think like a lot of um, community groups and society groups, um, they're designed to be like, oh, let's all celebrate our inclusivity. But of course, some of us don't want to be included with that lot. <laughs> And that lot can be anybody. Such an old tart. I know, I know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Oh no, I'm not like that. Oh, I want equality, but can I have more equality than that? <laughs> I just want my own sort of equality, if that's okay. Thank you. I feel like that mainly revolves around top hats and canes. Yes, how long do you think heads. before you have a cane? What, what did I do a... before I had a cane? No, no, how long did you think before you have a cane that you use? Well, I yes, I don't know, actually. It's a matter of moments, I think. I think um, so, too. Yeah, I've got... The, the umbrella stand is doing quite well in the hall. I'm sort of oh. cultivating a nice collection of umbrellas and such. Um, and, I've just uh, got ones that I've stolen from nice hotels. Oh, that's a good idea. Marry it, yes, please. So yes. no house, thanks very much. <laughs> Oh, that's a good idea. The Grand in Belfast, I'll take it. You've got a nice hat stand, as I remember, haven't you? Oh, Tom, do you know what? That hat stand broke because I have simply too many coats. Oh, dear. You're like Joseph. (laughs) No, he just had one really nice one. he just had one really nice one, I've got several quite nice ones. Oh, okay. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. She's blessed, everybody. Um, 
I'm so sorry about your friend, Will. That must be heartbreaking to lose such a dear friend. Um, yes. And, you know, a, a lacklustre wake buffet. It's not... Mm. You, you need more, don't you? Well, it's difficult, isn't it? Yes. Do you think um, a hot buffet at a wake? Well, I suppose you could. You could. I suppose it depends where you're where you're holding the wake. And where you're waking. Where you're waking, yeah. What sort of things? I mean, we had sandwiches at Dad's funeral, but... Yes. I didn't no really sandwiches, rate... though. Sorry? I liked them. Did you? I didn't really rate them, actually. I was quite disappointed with them. And the sausages on... We had sausages, the sausages in honey mustard. Um, I... You know what I'm like, Tom. I just I just eat, don't I? Well... I just eat until the course, we want people, We want people to eat. Um... But I was a bit. I, was, I thought the sandwiches were a bit. Um, oh, so you thought they were like luster? I thought they were a bit like, like, like a bit like luster. Yeah. Maybe it's the energy with which you take to a funeral. I don't know. Yeah. If, if you're if you're if you're longing for someone that you're very close to, I don't know that the food's ever going to be good enough. Yes, there's only so much. Yeah, I don't know if yet. Yeah, there's had, only so like, much a cocktail sausage can do. There's only so, as many listeners will know. Which is actually going to be on our new merch. Yeah, <laughs> there's only so much. Uh, Crocodile sausage can do exactly, <laughs> exactly. But um, I really like them. So that's that. Me but, too. Me too. Mm, Shall we have one more email, Tom? Let's have we, one we more. I know you've got to week. go, haven't you? Well, I'm going to hot yoga, of course. Oh, the yoga short. Oh. Uh, dear Susie and Tom, I'm a gay man. Been in a relationship for really not for nearly nine years with my boyfriend Stephen. Okay. I've recently discovered your podcast and have been listening fervently. Is that, am I saying that right? Fervently to back episodes. I've also got my boyfriend hooked on it too and we recommend it to others. Brackets, you're welcome. Thank After you. listening to Susie speak, we have discovered something about ourselves that we never knew. What's that? We are two gay men who would seem to fit right in to lesbian culture. Oh, that's great. Tell us more. I can't remember what it was exactly. But there have been numerous things you've said that made me realise how much better we would be as lesbians. Robert Dyers, yes. B&Q, yes. Homemade hummus, yes. Oh, that's huge, isn't it? As such, I provided a list of things and would like an actual lesbian to confirm if this would fit into lesbian culture. They want to be ordained as lesbians. Yes. Learning to sew, yes. Homemade Christmas decorations, I'd say yes. Homemade Mm. kefir, 100%. Pottery, couldn't be more lesbian. Hands down. On the wheel. Well, on the wheel, yes. Um, a desire for everything I own to be prefer- preferably homemade, brackets by me. <laughs> I think yes, quite. <laughs> Reading in bed by half nine, strict lights out at half ten. Yes, 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 yes. yes. That does sound Mother strong. may I. Obsessive trips to the kitchen. You just said mother may I? Mother may I, yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. It's just something I'm occasionally throwing around. Alice hates it. It's when I really want to do something. I say, mother may I? That's lovely. That's I feel really like it's, nice. that's gay culture. That's I feel like I've heard culture, a right? drag yeah, queen say it. You're just creating it. Yeah, you're just, just rolling it out. Yeah. Obsessive trips to the kitchen section of John Lewis and never buying anything. Yes. Sure. A walking holiday. Yes. Yeah. A desire yeah. to live in the countryside surrounded by dogs and ideally minimal people. I would say yes again. Please let me know if any other lesbian activities, bar the obvious, <laughs> that I can add to my list of activities that I know I will enjoy. Thank you for your podcast. Just listening to you two chat is a joy I never knew I needed. By times 10, your token lesbian, but actual gay man, Chris. Chris, Chris and Steve. welcome to the fold, the lesbian fold. Wow. Which is labia. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it it seems that you are you are lesbian culture, Chris. 
I would say a couple more things you could maybe bring mm. to the fore. What do you think? Um, potentially owning a cat. Sure. Cats are very strong lesbian culture. Yeah. Um, standing on the beach, look, looking wistfully at the sea. Oh yeah, what winter beach then? Yeah, winter beach. Yes, wrapped up um, in some sort of um, North Face. Well, it could be a North Face or you know a shawl if you wanted to be sort of maybe a lesbian from the twenties. Oh, that is very. Yeah, that's sort of something heritage lesbian. Yeah. Yes, um, I would say. I mean, I'm assuming, I'm assuming, I don't wish to assume, I feel like, you know, that's not a great thing to do to any gay person, but I'm guessing that Chris probably has some walking shoes. Mm. Um, comfy shoes, I would say, is peak lesbian culture. And sandals, of course. And, of course, sandals, um, the the summer walking shoe. Mm. Um, sad books. We're going to want some sad books. Are you thinking Virginia Woolf sad, or are you thinking... Maybe Virginia Woolf sad, anything, Carol... You know, those sorts of sad lesbian Lovely novels. Lovely and sad, yeah. Um, a wide leg trouser with a pleat down the front. Again, this is sort of 1920s les, which is oh, very okay. much you a look that I'm into trying it. to... Yeah. It's, it's, it's a look that I'm really trying to cultivate at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, that's something for Chris and Steve to bear in mind. An obsession with Kate Blanchett. Ah, right, nice, yeah. Maybe that's something. What about... Um, what about... Uh, I was going to say bouldering. What's bouldering? So when you like, it's like climbing, but it's like over a rock. Yes, I think there are lesbians that do that sort of thing. Like, the thing is, you've got to remember, is I'm a theatrical one. Okay, Sub, so it's subdivision. The, I'm subdivision. Theatrical. Uh, yeah, theatrical sock. Okay, okay. Which is actually a sock. rainbow sock. Rainbows. Yeah. <laughs> what about um, cook, using a slow cooker? I think. I would say yes. Of using a slow cooker. Yeah. Lesbian culture. Um, Meeting someone and thinking, let's get married tomorrow. Well, you do that even in your dreams, even though you're already married. Of course, I'm already married. I'm a bigger me. Bigamist? You're a bigger me. You're bigger than me. I'm a bigger me. I'm a bigger me. You're a bigger me. I'm a bigger me than I've ever been. Um, But I'm going to continue thinking for Chris about um, lesbian culture for him next week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, keep thinking about that. This is a real strand, as they say, a real thread. A real thread. Oh, my God, look at us. What is it, seven years in? And finally. Finally, we've hit our stride. I wonder, um, I'm trying to think, yeah, other sort of kitchen kitchen accoutrements. I imagine, like, the gadget section of a kitchen shop would be quite Yes, that would be very, very much where I would feel happy. Really, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I'm thinking about, like... A blender. A blender, yeah. A A whisk. Yes. What about one of those runner bean strimmers? Have you ever used one of those? No, I haven't, but of course I'd love to. You'd love to use one, one of those things that you see on TikTok that cuts eggs. I was going to say that, and then I think I thought you had an aversion to boiled eggs. No, but, no, no. I found <clears> oh, you like eggs. an egg slicer? Yeah, I yeah. definitely saw an egg slicer in this. Yeah, in my future. I see an egg slicer in your future. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, I think. Um, I, th- I think this is going to just grow and grow, isn't this is it? This is going to grow and grow. No, I do have one more email that I'd like to read oh, very, please, very quickly. Susie, yes. Hello, wonderful Susie and Tom. Firstly, yeah. thank you so much for your wonderful podcast. I'm a late comer to Like Minded Friends, so I'm playing catch up. Here's Could the thing. I booked it months ago to see Susie in Brighton on the 23rd of March. It's oh. totally sold out. Oh. And I've just been given two tickets from friends who can no longer attend. So oh. would any like-minded friend like a free ticket to come and see Susie. I give consent to give you my email address to anyone who responds. So this is very, very kind from Stephen Canning. I've got a tour show in Brighton, 23rd, it's next week. Lovely. And, and Stephen is offering a 
the tickets for free. So get in touch with me, send me an email and maybe you can make a like-minded friend, which would oh. be just so lovely. I just thought it was so kind of Stephen. What a lovely thing up. to so, do. You could become friends. Um, um, Stephen, stick around afterwards. Say hello to me. I always like meeting like-minded friends. Um, so yeah, so email in, you know the email. It's hello at likemindedfriendspod.com. And now that I know the email address, I can actually check it. Oh, that's wonderful. What an exciting really proposition. I think this is going to be growing and growing. It's growing and growing. Um, before we go, Tom, yes, are you on tour this week, dear? On tour, we've got Buxton, we've got Harrogate, we've got Colne, the Mooney Theatre, the Mooney Theatre in Colne. Colne. Oh, um, do you think you have to do Moonies? Well, that's what immediately what I said. Are you going to um, do a little Mooney through the curtain? Yeah, maybe. Moonies <laughs> are always funny. They are, to an extent. Always funny, someone mooning. Oh, I'm not in, I'm not at the Colne. Oh, yeah, I am Colne Mooney on Saturdays. So I'm up that way, basically, aren't I? Oh, very nice. Well, listen, Tom, I hope you have a lovely time. Well, thanks, Suze. Thank you. And don't you stress about a thing. Um, oh, well, I won't. But I know I'll try to be less snappy. No. You fine. stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nice, comforting in a monologue. That's the main thing. <laughs> Healthy, happy. Uh, healthy, yeah. happy. Lovely. Um, okay, dearest. Well, I'll see you next week, shall I? Well, I'll see you next week. I'll see you before. Okay, if I see, see you through the week, I'll see you through the window. I, I don't see you through the Yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. Okay, all right. All right. Love all right. you. Love okay, you. Okay, love you. Bye. 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 Bye